The Problem of Counterfeit IT. I'm Tanya Hall, and joining me is Miko Hupanen, Global Cybersecurity Expert and Chief Research Officer at FSecure. Welcome back, Miko. Thanks for having me. Remind us again, if you will, what you do, what your role is, and what FSecure does. Well, I've been with FSecure for 29 years, and I've gone through various different roles. Right now, I'm the Chief Research Officer, which means I try to maintain an idea about who we are fighting in the online world today, as we are trying to protect the privacy and security of our customers. FSecure recently published a report detailing an investigation into a pair of counterfeit network switches. Tell us about that situation, please. This was an unusual case. Um, FSecure has a pretty large consulting team and we do all kinds of consulting, including penetration testing and audits and red teaming. And we also nowadays have a hardware unit called FSecure Foundering and that does all kinds of consulting work for plane manufacturers and uh, boat manufacturers and car manufacturers. But in this particular case, our hardware unit got a request from a client of ours regarding a Cisco switch, or actually two Cisco switches, catalyst switches, the 2960 series hardware, very typical hardware being used in large companies. And they had found something unusual and weird in these switches because when they were trying to update the switches across their networks with new firmware images, which they received from Cisco, these two switches failed the update over and over again. And since they couldn't figure out what's going on, they actually contacted us. The answer to this question should be obvious, but just to cover all bases, what threats might a piece of counterfeit hardware pose? Well, as we started looking into these devices, um, it wasn't obvious to us in the beginning that these were counterfeit, but we very quickly realized that there were differences in the actual devices, just physical differences, like different chips and different wiring inside. And even from the outside, if you were just looking at the physical ports and the labels on the ports, you would be able to tell the difference between a genuine Cisco switch and these counterfeit switches. Now, when it became obvious that these two switches were actually not real and they weren't being manufactured by Cisco at all, what the client wanted us to find out was that, was this just a case that some third party wanted to sell an official Cisco gear at official Cisco prices when they actually make them much cheaper? Or is this something more sinister? Is there a backdoor or something worse, which would be sitting inside their network since they were running unauthorized Cisco hardware, which they believed was real Cisco hardware? How does counterfeit hardware enter the IT supply, supply chain? In this particular case, this client got these two switches through their usual procurement process. So this wasn't a case where they would have been shopping on eBay for cheap parts. Um, it is an interesting question and we don't have all the answers exactly how they got these counterfeit switches. The good news is that when we went through the actual process of looking at the firmware differences and hardware differences, we were able to confirm that there was no backdoor. These systems which were sitting in their network for extended periods of time didn't contain anything which would have been able to steal data. The firmware 
update process failed because the counterfeit Cisco hardware had special functionality to patch on the fly the updated firmware as you were updating the systems. And this had worked successfully before. So these fake Cisco switches were able to take official Cisco updates, firmware updates. But in this particular case, they failed because of special circumstances. But that was the only modification these uh, fake Cisco devices were doing on the firmware. They were basically patching them enough to bypass the authenticity checks so they were able to take the updates. And we could confirm that there was no other changes. So these were not trying to steal anything or not trying to spy on this client. So somebody was just trying to make a quick buck. Now, apparently Cisco hardware is pretty pricey. And if you're able to repeat the functionality with cheaper hardware, you can make some income on the side. And that's what was the story in this case. Is counterfeit hardware a relatively small issue so far, or do you see it growing as a threat? We've always seen counterfeit farmware. Okay, farmware. You have to cut that. Please ask me again. Okay. I'm going to read the question again. Sure. All right. Three, two, one. Is counterfeit hardware a relatively small issue so far, or do you see it growing as a threat? Well, hardware attacks are always different from software attacks because they don't scale. If somebody finds a vulnerability, they can attack an endless amount of systems because it's just software. Hardware is hardware. You have to manufacture it somewhere. You have to get it to clients somewhere. You have to sell it somewhere. So, th so they are limited in scope. Um, having said that, we've seen counterfeit hardware for years. This is not a new problem and it seems to be surprisingly hard for companies to make sure all of their hardware is genuine and real. Now, we've been getting questions in particular regarding Cisco switches that, you know, I'm worried about our Cisco hardware. How, how can I confirm our hardware is real? And Cisco actually provides a tool for this. If you go for a, a Cisco device coverage checker, you can put in your serial number of your devices and they will tell you if they are genuine or not. So there are ways of confirming that the devices you have in use are real and are really coming from the device manufacturers themselves. Miko Hippinen, global cybersecurity expert and chief research officer at F-Secure. If somebody wants to connect with you, Miko, what's the best way they can do that? You can find me on Twitter where I'm Mikko, M-I-K-K-O. Thanks again for joining, Miko. And find more of my interviews right here or at tanyahall.net. Thanks for watching.